0: Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Bereziki. Hey, I'm Joel along with Mike, and we're getting together for our weekly chat. Uh, just kind of a casual conversation here as we talk about what the Apostle Peter exhorted us to do, uh, to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Got lots to talk about, as usual. You and I, Mike, uh, we've been doing this for a couple and a half years, and so as uh, our listeners uh, tune in, we want to... Hopefully, just let this be just just casual and uh, just sit back and relax and and enjoy it. Maybe you're listening to GraceWalk.org, GraceWalk Internet Radio. That's how we started doing this, and we've also archived our programs on the Internet, GraceRoots.org. And, uh, Mike, we've uh, heard over the last couple of years from people from time to time, uh, and we uh, would like to share uh, some of what we've heard from our listeners. So maybe I'll turn it over to you, Mike, and see what uh, maybe one of our listeners has had to say lately.
1: Well, uh, Mary from Indiana uh, wrote in to uh, Dave, our friend at Grace Walk Radio. She said that, I, I just listened to today's Growing in Grace broadcast by Joel Brzezinski and Mike Kappler, which aired at 11.30 a.m. It was an excellent program. Is it possible to get a copy of that particular broadcast or access it online? I recently discovered your website. Our church is doing the Grace Walk study. I can't tell you how great it is hearing the same beautiful message from many other teachers and speakers. Your online radio programs are wonderful. And she says that I have passed on the site to several friends who I knew would enjoy it as well. And uh, so Dave, being the good guy that he is, uh, dug that program up for her and and sent it over through email. Again, uh, technology at work here for uh, promoting the grace of God. And So we appreciate uh, the encouragement there, too. And I went back and listened to that program she was talking about, Joel, and I thought, you know, that sounded better than I thought. (laughs) You know, when we record these things, sometimes you wonder, gee, I wonder how that came out. You don't want to go back and listen. It (laughs) might depress you. We'll we'll put it on and let it go, you know. And and so I went back and listened to that, and I thought, yeah. For those of you who might be new to our program you're going to find out that we're not the the great deep theological uh, thinking machine that you might be looking for, but we're very practical. We're down to earth. We speak from our heart, and hopefully we can relate to you. I I think a lot of what we talk about, Joel, is just average, everyday, real life, and and we're just trying to take these principles and truths from God's Word uh, regarding His grace and our position in Christ as righteous, and and, and we're just trying to learn more about that, uh, expound upon it a little bit, and maybe bring more of it into our lives so that we can uh, hopefully be a, a reflection of Jesus Christ so that others can uh, receive this good news as well.
0: Yeah, you know, Mike, I think this is how a lot of growing is, is done, just in, in different members of the body of Christ, such as you and me. Uh, I mean, whether we were recording this or not, I mean, we we can go back to the days when we worked in radio, and we'd be up at the radio station, you and I, just talking about this and we could go on and on for a long time and and through those conversations through conversations like what we're having here and through you know whoever's listening right now maybe you have people you talk with talking uh, some of this stuff out from your heart we don't even claim to be right about everything we're just talking this stuff through and learning as we go Uh, so much of growing in grace has to do with learning through through talking about it and then going out and and just living out the the life of grace you make mistakes you learn and and you continue to learn as as the days and weeks and months of your life go by so uh, just know that your father in heaven who began a good work in you he's going to keep that work going and he's going to he's going to finish it he's going to perfect it we can encourage each other in that that's what that's what we do as members of the body of christ we we meet together whether it's on the internet or in homes or or whatever and we encourage each other in the message of god's righteousness the gospel we have peace with god um, yeah, and and faith. Joel,
1: those conversations that we used to have at the radio station, that was off the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, y- you were standing at the door waiting to go home while your supper got cold. And, and uh, you know, we were a music station, so we didn't really sit on the air for long periods of time talking about the grace of God. That that's something we just did, you and I, one-on-one. And, and it's kind of what we're doing here, like what you're talking well, about. Well,
0: Mike, you know, I, I at the time, I had... And I still do have this job, but I had another job that I had to get to. There'd be times when I'd be there in the morning, and I had to be to work uh, to my next job at 1 o'clock. And it took about 15 minutes to get from the station to my other job, and it'd be one o'clock, one oh five and I'd still be talking with you sometimes you know, on some of these occasions, just because it was just so good uh, to chat and and to talk about about the goodness of God, about the grace of God, and those were really some some great times, some really great conversations, and uh, how the Lord uh, was in all of that. I look back. Well, and, and, and please
1: please don't try this at home. Being late for work, I mean. <laughs> That's all well, you have to know. be a trained professional for that.
0: <laughs> well, uh, where should we uh, go from here, Mike? We uh, Last week we briefly got into Matthew 5 I mean, as as a setup where Jesus and the Beatitudes had said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Jesus said that, you know, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, blessed are you because you will be filled. We went on to uh, John chapter six and and the disciples had asked had asked Jesus what shall we do? what shall we do you know if you think about that they're asking them what are the works that we should do that we may work the works of God let's just stop there even though we talked about this a little bit last time Mike how would you answer that question not knowing what you know now but if if you were a person, maybe with a more religious mindset, having been raised in Judaism, having been raised in the law, having been raised in you're blessed if you keep certain parts of the law, if you keep the law, and you're cursed if you don't keep the law. Someone asks you the question, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? I mean, what would, the, would, the, what would a common answer be to that?
1: It seems like it was a lifetime ago, Joel, so it, it's hard for me, but I probably would have told somebody something like, you, you need to spend more time reading your Bible. Every day, not one day goes by without you spending more time in the scripture. It's not that what I'm saying here is bad, by the way, but uh, you know we, we would usually um, focus in the wrong area when we were telling these people uh, this sort of thing. I would usually tell people you need to spend more time in prayer. Uh, prayer is also a good thing. Uh, again, in, in the context of what we're talking about, it's probably a little misleading. Uh, getting to know God more through prayer, spending more time in His Word, getting under the right Bible teaching, uh, hanging out with the right people who aren't doing the wrong things, uh, be, you know, people who might be a negative influence on you, tearing down your faith, um, those kinds of things. And then, as, as you begin to meditate more on, on on God's Word and allow His Spirit to take over your life, then uh, you know the, that Spirit. Uh, and and his power will manifest uh, himself through you in, in ways that you never thought possible
0: and get out there and witness to everybody you see get out there and serve find you, find a place in the church where you're needed and get out there and serve uh, in that bible believe in church and and again like uh, like what you're saying so much of this stuff isn't bad in and of itself you know to do things I like that. But in order to uh, work the works of God, what's the answer Jesus gave here in John 6, uh, the next verse, John 6:29. Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. That would just, it, bl- it would blow the minds of a lot of people today, Mike. I mean, in, in a lot of churches. And in fact, uh, I remember having read that in the past and, and I think I just skimmed over it because I thought, it can't be that simple. There's got to be more to it. There's got to be something more to this. So, Well,
1: and there were there is teaching out there that would make you believe that this is only the beginning and that there is a whole lot more to it. This is just too easy. It just sounds too easy. Have you ever heard that before? Mm-hmm. Well, the reason it sounds too easy is because... Uh, the person who said it was easy was Jesus Himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not in this passage, but Jesus said this. You know, if you're looking for the, the God kind of life, come to me. I'll give you rest. Uh, my burden is easy. You know, it's it's so easy. A lot of people just don't believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're they're so used to having to work to get. But I've even been in some church circles, Joel, where you would think, what must we do to work the works of God? Some might say. Uh, spend two weeks a month in the nursery. Mm -hmm. Um, That would allow God to be able to use you to a greater extent. Uh, But seriously, if we were to take um, Matthew, was it chapter 5 or 6?
0: Matthew chapter 5 was where
1: the Beatitudes are at. Okay. Matthew chapter 5, I think it was verse 6. If we were to take that, uh, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, and if we were to paste it, Uh, Right next to John chapter 635, Uh, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. Coming to Jesus, you should no longer have to hunger and thirst after righteousness. Uh, Blessed are those who do hunger and thirst after it. But after you come to Jesus, there's no hunger or, or need to thirst for righteousness anymore. And if we were to paste those two verses back to back, it looks like a contradiction if you don't have some sort of understanding of what the gospel is, which is a revelation of God's righteousness.
0: Yeah, and we find out about this this revelation of God's righteousness uh, at least one place. There's many places, of course, in in uh in the new testament where we find out that the gospel is about god's righteousness but one that you and i mike like to focus on a lot because we see so much truth being revealed in in some words that paul wrote in romans 1 and then he, he builds a whole case for this uh in in the following paragraphs and chapters uh well paul says you know we're all familiar with paul's saying, you know, where Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of, of Christ in, in Romans 1, 16, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Uh, but he goes on and he says, for in it, and he's talking about in it, in in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So the gospel as Paul found out, is a revelation of god 's righteousness and so when we when we take this back to matthew five six blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled and over to john uh, John six I am the bread of life, he who comes to me shall never hunger. he who believes in me shall never thirst. <laughs> it it starts to make sense when we put that together with what Paul wrote and and what we find out in the rest of uh, the New Testament that the righteousness uh that is needed is God's very own righteousness and and the fact is that if it's if it's about our righteousness me trying to maintain righteousness I'm going to hunger and thirst for a long time because I'm just I'm never it's never going to fill me it's never going to produce godly fruit uh, it's never going to please God. But when I've changed the focus to, uh, okay, I can't do this. It's not about me and my righteousness. And it becomes about God's very own righteousness given to me as a gift. That is where I'm filled, and I'm filled forever.
1: You're absolutely right. When when we come to a realization that we have been made righteous as a gift from God, uh, it it makes me want to... Uh, I have this desire now to want to read the scripture, not to feed myself spiritually or to try to learn how to do it right to become righteous, but to find out more about how God has established righteousness already in my life. It may even lead me, Joel, to want to become uh, somebody who who works in the nursery or somebody who spends more time in prayer. Not to try to get something, uh, but because I want to, out of love. Uh, and and that's really kind of what the gospel is about when you begin to understand it is you'll respond out of love not because you feel like you have to do something
0: yeah from shoulds and have tos to uh, to want tos and, and get tos well I'm Joel along with Mike and we'll be back again for more talk about growing in grace if you want to check out any more information about us you can log on to gracefruits.org